It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour, bonsoir, it's Simon Marcel. Welcome to The Rendezvous. The accent is French. We're going to talk love. I'm going to answer all the questions that you have about your relationship. But I also want to say something. I want to invite you actually to, to do something special, something you've probably never done before. I have this podcast called La Confession, and you can find it on our Heart Radio app. Very easy. Just type La Confession. And we started lately to have people confessing about stuff they've done and that they've never told anybody. It's fascinating, and I really appreciate the trust. So go check it out, our Heart Radio app. Type La Confession and see what I'm talking about. And if you have something to confess from a week ago, two years ago, or 20 years ago that you've never told anyone, but you would like off your chest, just reach out to my producers just on the website, therendezvousshow.com, and one of them will reach out back to you, and you can be on my podcast. And that's a very unique experience. So uh, you call that next, 855-905-8255. Call me. 855-905-8255. Any questions? Call me. Maria, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. How are you? Good, good. Welcome to The Rendezvous. What is going on tonight? Well... I mean, I've been dating this guy for about nine months, and I like him a lot. He's funny. He's smart. He's all the things I really want in life. Um, I suggested that we should move in together because he lives 30 miles from me, and I'm mm -hmm. getting tired of commuting to see him. But I think that he has a bit of commitment phobia, you know, so I'm not sure what to do. I don't want to scare him and make him go away, you know? So is it you when you said I'm driving? So it's you mostly doing all the driving to go see him? Um, yes, most of the time because he works 12 hours a day. Okay. Uh, but uh, you want to move in with him or you want him to move in with you? you what, what, how did the conversation happen and what's the final plan? Well, I said to him, I go, you know, I'm getting tired of commuting. I think that we should try and get a place that's a little closer and we could both move in there right and he kind of he kind of hesitated and he goes you know i'm not really sure if i want to move out of my townhouse where i am so okay um here's the thing maria is that some people might have you know an idea of a relationship that is like we both have a home and then we um we want to commute one to one home, another home, take vacation together on weekends, but they want their own space. It doesn't mean he doesn't love you. He may just want to be like one of those people. Or you think in your intuition that he has no desire to make any effort anymore because he doesn't want to live with you because he doesn't love you or that's not his desire. Is that what your intuition is telling you? Um, I think that I'm a little confused. I think he really likes me, but you're, you could be absolutely right about the space. I can imagine after working 12 hours, you just kind of want to come home and be by yourself sometimes. For sure. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> but if you, and I'm only interested in you, want to live with him and he doesn't want to live with you, Houston, we have a problem. So I'm asking you the question, would you want to stay in this relationship if he doesn't want you to move in with him or he just doesn't want to live with you? Would you stay? I think that I will give it some more time, another couple of months, just to kind of see how it's working and where is it going. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna give... I, I like him. Okay. That's the most important. Listen, if he makes you happy, don't worry about the moving in together. 
unless you guys want to have kids now. You, there's, but really, otherwise, space can really help your relationship. So don't compromise it if you can. Thank you. That was some great advice. I'm glad. Thank you for calling and good luck to you. Thank you. You know, I just wonder, do you think you could be happy in a relationship if you knew the two of you would never live in the same house? Let's talk about that next. You're listening to The Rendezvous, and I have a question for you. Do you think you could be happy in a relationship if you knew you would never live in the same house? Meaning, you would be together forever, but each of you would have their own you know, condo, house, or whatever, and meet whenever you want at each other's house. Is it something when you think about, you say, oh, me never, or you think, I could deal with that. It would make me happy. I need my space. I say that because more and more I hear friends of mine, usually married people, who so wish they had different houses at the end that they need the space or at least two bedrooms. But when it comes to the house, I know a lot of friends of mine also live in long-distance relationships and are very happy. That shows that maybe there is not just one way to be in love. There are many ways. I personally have a strong opinion about it. I'm going to share that opinion, so stay with me. That's next. Do you think you could be happy in a relationship where you knew you would never live together? Each of you would have their own space and just go back and forth. Bear with me with my answer. I know it's not what you want to hear, but that's the truth. I think for me, it would be ideal if I could find a lovely woman who would have her own house, her own life, and we could spend the best of time together at my house or hers, but I can go back home when I want to, and she can go back to her house and not have to deal with me and my, my mood when I'm hungry. Just that itself is a gift. So as I get older, I am far away from the idea that ideally we should live in the same house. But that's just for me. I'm not imposing that on anyone. But now you know how I feel. That maybe that's why I'm still single. I haven't found the other soul who wants to live that lifestyle. Maybe one day. Any questions, call me, 855-905-8255. You're listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. If you have a romantic story you want to share, call me right now, 855-905-8255. Nina, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Nina. Welcome to The Rendezvous. You said you have a romantic story you want to share with us tonight? I do have a romantic story. Um, recently, I was in Los Angeles. I went out there to hang out with girlfriends for the weekend. And <laughs> my Uber driver um, picked me up, and he was just absolutely stunning. Like, physically, <laughs> he was appealing. His car smelled like fresh linen. His leather seats are clean. And he's playing my kind of music, like Alanis Morissette, like early 90s. It was perfect. <laughs> so we end up exchanging conversation. And um, he asked me if, you know, we could hang out while I was in L.A. And I told him, absolutely. And so we end up hanging out. He takes me out for Ooh. dinner later on that night. And... It was just love at first sight. Like, since then, we've been talking to each other every day, texting, and we're planning our next trip. He actually wants to take me to Hawaii. So wow. it's like a big thing. Yeah, and I'm like, this is just the Uber driver, you know? But, you know, he has a really great job. He just does this in his spare time. He's been looking for love, and it's just perfect. Like, it, I am just head over heels. 
I mean, listen, love happens everywhere. It doesn't matter what, you know, the situation is like, like, you know, what you feel, intuition is always there. So you felt so good about it because there was a great vibe about it. That's why. Yes. So yes. this is a great story. It, you know, a lot of people, I'm sure, is going to wish it happened to them. So you just gave a story that I think it's good to hear that there's sometimes Thank it happens you. like this too. Thank you so much, Thank Nina, you. for sharing that romantic story and, and good Thank luck to you, you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you, Simon. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a good night. Good night, Simon. Next, I'm going to answer that question from that college boy who has a huge crush on that girl but is not sure what to do. That's next. You're listening to The Rendezvous, and I'm Simon Marcel. You have a question, but you can't call me. You can always send me a DM on my Instagram, at Rendezvous Radio. Trish, what's this DM about? All right, so this Instagram DM comes from Alexander that says, Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Alexander. There is this girl that is in one of my classes at college, and she is so beautiful. We haven't spoken yet because I know she has a boyfriend. He walks her to class every day. Mm -hmm. But I have this feeling that she may be the one for me, and I've even caught her looking at me a few times, too. Mm. So my question is, should I take the risk and tell her how I feel knowing that she's already in a relationship or not? What's worse, rejection or regret? That's a great question, but the real question is what to do, Alex. So should you reach out directly and tell her how you feel or, or listen to my answer? That's next. So here's the situation. I got Alexander, who is a guy in college. Just He just sent me that DM on my Instagram saying, listen, I have the biggest crush on this girl. She's so, so beautiful. He's here every day. Uh, they haven't spoken. She has a boyfriend. But he says that, you know, he feels like she looked at him a couple of times and he's wondering, he's asking me, should I take the risk and tell her how I feel knowing that she has a boyfriend or not? What's worse, rejection or regret? There is an in-between. That's why I said there's another solution. Alexander. Get to know that person. Don't say, oh, I can't wait to date you. I want to, you know, I want to go out with you. No, that's too brutal. What you should do is become first friend with her. So maybe you guys get together in a class that you're all together and get to know her. You don't go directly to somebody who has a boyfriend and say, hey, you want to go out with me? It's not going to work. Be subtle, get to know her, and then she'll get to know you. And little by little, a love story can be born. Any other questions? Call me, 855-905-8255. I'm here. If you have a relationship question, just call me, 855-905-8255. Mora, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Uh, how can I help you tonight? I went to a work event the other night, mm-hmm. and I met this amazing guy. It was something like love at first sight. And, uh, you know, we exchanged phone numbers. We kept going, you know, back and forth, calling each other, texting each other. And I just found out that he is married. Oh. And my question to you is, should I pursue? So you said love at first sight. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But do you think love at first sight for him, too? Absolutely. I. It's like, it's so... I can't even describe it. it. It was such an intense moment, the moment I met him. And ever since then, he has been texting me, calling me, sending me pictures. It feels like it. Okay. We can't forget we're not in France, but we're in America. The rules are different here. So in, in, in France, it would be a different story. Here, 
you know that you're doing the wrong thing. Here, you know that you're not supposed to have a correspondence with a married person, right? Yeah, I, I, I know I should be a better person and walk away, but there's something about him I just can't seem to shake. Okay. But you're not married, you're single. He's the one who has to decide. So I'm not going to pass judgment. I'm going to leave it with that advice. I'm going to say I would have a conversation with him that is 100% honest. And I would say that you will not date a married man. You shall not, you know, have ooh with a married man. You're not going to kiss any married man. So if he feels like you do, that you guys are meant to be for each other, it's his decision to then do the right thing without disrespecting his wife. You can always separate. That's not disrespecting. And then give a chance to true love. But you got to go and respect the rules, Mora, or it's bad karma. Uh, so you're right. I'm sorry. You have to slow down. And it will give you a chance to get to know him as a friend. But I got to hear from you that you promised me there will not be any form of romantic actions or gestures between the two of you. Do you promise that? I promise, I promise. It's hard, but I'll promise you that. You better, you better stick to that rule because nothing good comes from doing bad. Just don't do anything romantic unless he is divorced. Wow. You're right. Thank you so much. Be strong, be patient, and let's see what destiny means for you. Thank you for your call, and have a good night. You want to know what I meant when I say in France it would be a different story? Let me translate for you what I meant by that. That's coming up next. So you're listening to The Rendezvous, you're listening to my thick French accent, and, uh, and you know I'm coming from Paris, and it's true where I'm from, when it comes to affair, the rule of the land is just different. Because it goes back to the kings at the time, they established that mistresses were not illegal. So the dukes, the countess, the kings, the queen, uh, the prince, everybody, and then up down, had mistresses and lovers, other married people, and for years and years and years, uh, even until the revolution in 1789, that was the rule of the land. The revolution actually didn't change that. So, if you live in France and you are married, there is a bigger chance that you're going to have an affair and no one cares than here. It's just a different country. I know it's shocking to you, and I think that the rules of France doesn't apply to the state, so I would never push that on you. But that's how it goes there. Now, I'm going to share another secret from France. You want to know when all the lovers meet in France? I'll tell you that next. So first I got to ask you, what do you think happy hours means in America? Right? It means you get together for a drink. So now what do you think happy hour means in Paris? We call it le 5 à 7, the 5 to 7. Same timing. But most people doing 5 à 7, 5 to 7 p.m., they don't go out for a drink. They say they do. They go out to make love with their lovers and mistresses. And so that is the rule of the land. So when you wonder why sometimes coffee places or bars are not so packed between 5 and 7, it's because people in France, when they have mistresses and lovers, they go visit them at that time. It's a national thing. Everybody knows that. So if you ever go to France and you wonder what's going on between 5 and 7 p.m., now you know. Any other questions, call me, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Vera. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. Welcome to the rendezvous. Tell me what's going on. 
Okay, so I have this very close friend, a good friend of mine, and um, she's been dating this man who I guess just recently came out of bankruptcy. Okay. And um, she really wants to help him get back on his feet. And so she's she told me and one of our other friends that she's going to give him her whole life savings that she's been saving up. A whole life savings. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, I love him. I want to help him get back on his feet. But I, me and a bunch of our friends, we all think that he's some kind of like scam artist. We just don't trust mm. him. It seems really suspicious to us, and I just don't get a good vibe from him. Okay. Um, how in love is she with this dude? I mean, in my opinion, she's not thinking clearly. Um, it's, it's, it's kind of strange. They actually dated a long time ago when she was much younger, and now they've reconnected. Uh-huh. So they have quite a strong connection. Um, and she's pretty like swept off her feet and like, oh, I think we reconnected because we're supposed to be together forever. So she's pretty in love. Okay. Um, do you feel comfortable telling her that you kind of, you too worry about giving the whole life savings and how about she settle for compromise of, you know, helping me little by little, but that, and you can say, what if he leaves you two more? You're going to have nothing left. We don't know. We, we're begging you. Maybe don't go more than half of your savings, no matter what. You've got to have some nest egg just in case. Are you comfortable having this conversation with her? I mean, yes. It's going to be difficult, but I think that's a, at least a good compromise. And I, I, I feel almost, I feel worse not saying anything at this point. I, I, listen, in this case, I think you're protecting your best friend. I think it's very generous of her if she gives half of her life savings to that guy. And I think she will see it as, you know, maybe you're right. Let's start by half and see how it goes. Right. Because I, when it comes to that kind of money, you know, it's it's I don't want her to be in trouble. So I think you're being a good friend. Vera. I would speak to her and I would offer the compromise of not nothing but half and go from there. OK. OK. Thank you so much. You're most welcome. Good luck to you and mostly to her, actually. Thank you. All right. Have a good night. Thank you. You, you too. More rendezvous next. You're listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. Listen, I want to finish this show with this poll result. So I post a lot of polls, by the way. Check it out at my main website. Just go to therendezvousshow.com. And, you know, me and my team post a lot of questions so we can learn more about relationships. And this one had this question. You have ooh-la-la with your friend's boyfriend. Do you tell your friend? 71% of you said, I'm taking it to my grave. 29% 29% said, telling my friend. I'm part of the 71%. I'm not going to talk about this ever. It's something that, that is nothing good can come out of speaking about this if it's a one-night thing. That's your problem. Keep it for yourself. Anyway, I look forward to uh, more of your questions, and that's open 24-7 at Rendezvous Radio, or just go straight to my uh, website, therendezvousshow.com, and I'll be back tomorrow with more of your love story, more of your questions on The Rendezvous. Bonne nuit les petits. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.